My name is Kebohem, and this is Epiphany. Amata meiva Kebohem ni alojava akatahengi. Thirteen porokon eighteen sixty five. You called me just before work when I was helping Kati find her Skyrail pass. When my wall rang, I told them to go ahead with mine, and I ran to my room. My heart beat fast when I saw that black panel with your non-existent identifier. Kati shut the door to our apartment. I don't think that you slept, Liga. Your hair fell stiffly around your face in a halo, no longer held by tight bands into buns. You paced back and forth. I sank down on the bed and waited for you to speak because I had so much to ask you. Those questions that I've posed at regular intervals as long as we've worked together, even as I knew that you would not answer them, because you will not extend me that courtesy. You said that should not have happened. I said, you gave me the plans to the buildings. What was I supposed to think, that you wanted me to be neutral? No one would do that. I did that, you said, and you turned to face the video. In the soft light of the room, hardly any of you was visible but your eyes, their color stark in your dark face. It was informational. I cleared my throat and I said, I I need to hang up. I don't want to talk to you. You asked me to call you, you said. You reached near one of the monitors and turned on the light. It illuminated the room again. Someone lay asleep on the bed behind you. Salus, don't do this to me. I told everyone that you would cooperate. You need to follow my instructions exactly. This is not an accident like Kelis's death. This is a methodical assassination. Do not invoke Kelis! I screamed. I lost control of my voice, jumped to my feet, and balled my fists. Don't you dare say a word about them! I'm sorry. How am I damaging your credibility? I am a living, breathing person, and you cannot just have me thrown this way and that according to the notes that you make on my smart paper. My fists loosened, and I sat down again. My heart thudded in my ears like those drums in the dancers for Zabu. I said softly, My cousin Yetsuk has a friend named Esuros. Lee and Okiot, according to a Jomela whom I just met, are both Koginyakri. Why do you keep their company? Do you also know Karata Miyanesi? Your lips parted and you glanced towards the shape on the bed. When you looked back at the camera, you lowered your gaze. You said, I, I read what you wrote about them and about the Nuamwa. You have said things that people in the Koyinya and the Nuamwa hear on a daily basis from the coalitionists, from the Khesli, and from even progressive movement officials in the Raya and the Ya. You are a cosmopolitan woman with political aspirations. I don't believe you would ever say those things out loud. Sukha and I have discussed journaling and the Mavzi. Journaling can allow the worst thoughts to snake out. No one interrupts as in face-to-face conversations. Intimate, oath-bound friends love each other too much to allow poisonous thoughts like those to continue. Do you really hate the Nuamwa so much that you would want a return to Sehenta's policies? 
Do you even know how those policies happened, Salus? I mean, Nitangi. My fingers paused over the command to end the conversation. I said, I don't want a return to Zhenta's policies. I, I just, I just mean that we must have had a reason. What do you discuss with Sukha? What does it even matter to you? I, th I think it's enlightening and invigorating to write things that have no other outlet. I, I mean, this is all for the mission. I wouldn't be sharing my private thoughts with you if you weren't one of Sukha's relatives. A and I need something to ground myself and anchor myself in reality because I think that if I were moving through this on my own I'm falling in love with Aneti and I would go insane if I didn't journal and recenter myself in this mission I licked my lips and my fingers twitched I want to cut the vid you said I'm not done talking to you Sukha says the same thing about journaling, as do the Mavzi I know. And then you just kind of smiled. The Mavzi I know all work within my organization, and everyone knows what they will write down. It's almost unnecessary, but we still notice things in their writings that were not readily apparent before. How does everyone know? Who is everyone? They don't have privacy, you said. You scratched your forehead and glanced towards the bed. Do you have privacy? You hesitated before you confirmed my doubts about you. No, Liga, you do not have privacy. Who else can see what I've written? Do your eyes have privacy, Liga? I followed up with the obvious question. You know, the one that's actually true, but I still need to hear it from you. You stared at me as if I'd slapped you. In light of what you said, it was, it was justifiable. And you only need to give me one simple answer. At least you didn't fucking lie outright. You skirted around the problem. I said, are you too independent of your cousin Sukha to understand that I need to know the answer? I need to hear it from you. Sukha and I have a sacred ritual between us, and you and I do not. I care deeply about my career, and if I cannot verify your intentions or know which... If you were so coy as to say you work with Guinya without verifying that you have no choice, why are you doing this to me? So I will take responsibility if anything happens to my career. You know, Lim. Lee takes responsibility for not having me back home in time to save Elise. Lee takes responsibility for almost everything. You said nothing. Liga? I paused. I know Karatami and Nessi. I could call him. Would you like me to do that? Please don't treat me like this, you whispered. 
You have a temper that you try to keep hidden, and this is the true risk to your political career. Now, what's happening with Sukha is between the two of us and within our family. It's not something for the Nixfia to care about. I have programming expertise, and I need you for social hacking. How could I tell you everything when your temper makes your heart poisonous? What do you think of your grandmother for being around Karata Mianesi and Lurkoyinya? I mean, truly, truly, Salus Nixubfia. I don't know how to translate what I said next, because the Sabaji don't really have a way to say it. In Narayi, it reads, for the future, if this goes into an archive, Sakit is a very specific word for apologizing, and Zekto is a form of alienation, both for people who have been left out. Sakit is not the same verb someone uses when jostling someone at a door. I know that I wronged you, Liga, by associating you with what I said about the others. I have no right to call you out for, for any of this. My communication band chirped, but I didn't answer it. Instead, I kept my eyes on the video screen, on you, and you said, I need a break from communicating with you. Please continue to winnow your way into Lurhart. We need to solve this problem, and we need to do it together. The video feed cut out, and now I am alone. I told Akakara that I have a slight headache. I need to go in later, but for now, all I can do is just pace back and forth while replaying that video without audio to catch every one of those facial expressions when you told me that journaling was eating my compassion. I never did have compassion for the Nuamwa, not because my parents' generation poisoned me against them and the Koginya, but because I read history and I read legal precedent and I read all of those things that prepare me to be one of the leaders of this nation. You could hardly know this, but I fenced verbally four or five times with Behus, a man about five years older than me at the regional office for the progressive movement, during our commutes in from Kopsarka. Lee did not agree with the ritual purity laws for some temples, nor did they want the Nuamwa so maligned by the state, when we do not feel the same animosity to the Karata. Bechus told me that I did not have opinions of the Karata that fall in line with Narayi tradition. Lee told me that I could stand to modernize on the Nuamwa. At least two liked Nuamwa more than I did. My opinion has always been that there must be something that slips in some pollution, perhaps, that opens someone up to that. I'm not naive enough to think it runs in families, even though everyone has heard a story of a family plagued by it. In the words of Akayisabala, through the character Kaketsa, commander of the Night Birds, a play, the Mokanwa does exactly what one doesn't expect, as if everything is up to chance. You know what happens in that play. 
You have been listening to Epiphany by KBOM. For a text version, cultural notes, and to subscribe via RSS, please visit http colon slash slash kayeboesme.com slash epiphany.